We'd like to take a second to thank this week's sponsor, No Void Apparel. No Void is an artwear brand based out of upstate New York and focuses on the absurdity of human existence in a commodified world. They use pop culture, music, sarcasm, and dark humor to bring forth surrealist concepts with a message to be anti-evil and pro-humanity. Their goal is to always make accessible clothing with sustainable materials and processes and have fun doing it. They're the court jesters of counterculture. They're here to make you laugh, think, and to be a little weirded out in the process. So go to www.nullvoidapparel.com and embrace the absurdity. Thank you again, Null Void Apparel, for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. Let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. I know you like it, Bear, when I get all like super Dude, I energetic. Love it. I love and it. It's honestly, my thing. I, I just always get so hyped up um after our interviews when they like they're just so awesome and this time mm -hmm. dude we got we got to sit down with josh roberts from magnolia park one of like my favorite up-and-coming bands dude they're there's something so else good. man there's they're something else so and they're, they're they're a band to watch not only for uh be, being a fan of that band but if you're in the music industry if you're in a band and you're trying to figure out what i have to do to uh make it to the next step or or do the next thing this is a band to watch basically mm -hmm. on just what they're doing uh work wise what they're putting in the band the time that they spend and they actually talk about that a little bit in this episode so let's get to yeah, it man they're easily one of the most hardest <laughs> kid popped in had to pop in last second had to do it uh, well, but i mean easily they are one of the hardest working bands in the scene right now they're just constantly on the move constantly you know putting out new music doing tours putting out content like they are they're killing it on tiktok and killing it everywhere else that the, that they do yeah. anywhere that they put their energy towards 100% so let's get into this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Here's a quick cool question. Um, do you dip your pizza in anything? Ranch. I dip it in ranch, all right? I'm one of those kids. Dude, I love it. I it's, not, it's not that I'm against that. It's just <laughs> that, like, you've only, you've only opened the door a little. Oh, See, I tried other things too. I tried buffalo sauce, delicious, delicious. Bar rant barbecue is king when it comes to dipping in a pizza. Oh, really? Oh, I wouldn't god, say it's yeah. king. Oh my god, a little spicy I, a, sweet I'm baby rays. Oh, I haven't tried that one. Okay, yet. okay, here's here's the kicker. You ready for this? All right, <laughs> a sweet chili sauce. Okay, Ooh. like I, you I'm know, like right. I could get behind that. I really could. All right. That's my jam. Um, this is this is gonna be a real <laughs> hot take, I think. Though, um, yeah. I also there's a thing I have with like Jack's Pizza, like really shitty cardboard pizza. You know, it is really shitty okay. pizza. <laughs> okay, so like first off, if you're going, it's it. You can only do this with this type of pizza, uh, but mustard. Yeah, mustard. That, that genuinely makes sense. It it's a thing, but you can only do it with pizza like, sauce. A is just hot ketchup. Jack's or Roma. I haven't tried it. Right, I mean, because like any other mustard <laughs> on on pizza. 
uh yeah i'm i never did before one of my friends told me to do it and speaking of um, it can only be done on those types of pizzas well that's because those crusts literally have no flavor Mm-hmm. Oh, and, okay. and it needs it needs something. But did you ever hear the Dead Awake Jack's Pizza story? No. Okay, so Dead Awake is uh, or was they might not be anymore. Um, was a metalcore band out of like Iowa. It was either Iowa or Wisconsin. I don't remember which. And they were on the up and up. Nothing too crazy, but they were getting some good shows, doing some good things. And one of their freaking guitarists decided to start a social media campaign to get Jack's frozen pizza sponsored, like to sponsor their band because it's, I mean, it's just, it's shitty pizza. Come on. Like we know this. Yeah. I still eat it. It's just shitty pizza. Oh yeah. Um. So like they went through the whole thing and they got all like 10,000 of their fans to comment and tag Jack's frozen pizza on all social media. And it's like started working. Then they made this like t-shirt, like of a boxing ring with like dead awake against like, a slice of pizza kind of a thing. And then, and then Jack's got a hold of them. (laughs) Did it work though? It worked. As far as I know, it fucking worked. But the thing is the band broke up. Like they never really got to, they they never never really really went anywhere. Yeah. But I thought that was fucking hilarious. Cause like he just posted, my friend posted on Facebook. He said, I got the call. We're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, Oh damn dude. Like, fuck yeah. Jack's pizza for the win. Well, everyone, you did it. You made it to yet another Monday, which means another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And today we have a special guest. Joshua Roberts from the band Magnolia Park is on the show. Now, before we welcome Josh to the show, if you guys haven't actually checked out Magnolia Park yet, you're just wrong. Okay, Magnolia Park is probably going to be the next blow up band hands down in the pop punk punk scene. And we are just stoked to be able to talk to Josh and uh, learn more about his band. Josh, welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Thank you guys for having me. I am stoked to be here. And thank you for that warm welcome. That really felt really good inside. It was very genuine. Like we uh, we think you guys are just phenomenal like phenomenal love you guys Thank it's a you, breath man. of fresh air to, to pop punk which i mean anybody who listens to pop punk they'd be lying to themselves if they didn't think that they can get very stale and that's with any that's with any like musical genre things can just get stale and there's yeah. nothing there's nothing wrong with liking this or liking that but magnolia park does a really good job of breathing fresh air into this scene and it's it's something that us pop punk kids and like emo kids fucking love to see so first off like congratulations with that we really appreciate that from a listener standpoint <laughs> really thank you thank you man like we put in so much work on these on these songs i'm glad that people like them and that we can continue to grow and thrive and make even more cool music absolutely so let's go ahead and get on into it magnolia park recent released recently released blah, i can't speak for the life of me the Heart Eater EP with producers yep. Matt Malpass, Malpass, I can't, and they can never pronounce his name, Andrew Wade and Andy, oh, Karpovic, Karpovic, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. It's no funny because I've only ever read these names. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, I've, only, I've definitely said Andrew Wade out loud. I, I've said Andrew. I mean, it's easy, but like yeah. I've only ever read uh, Andy's and uh, Matt's name. I've never actually heard people like say it, and that's on me. <laughs> I, yeah. That's, so you. You recorded that new EP in just seven days. What was that process yeah. like? 
honestly, the process was crazy. So the first half, we recorded it actually in L.A. So we went out to L.A. and oh, we were there for a week. And we wrote so much music, so much music that hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. We kind of picked and choose what we're going to be on this EP. Came back to Orlando to finish up the record. And honestly, just working with all three producers at the same time was kind of crazy. It was fun. All the different personalities, the fun personalities came together really well. And in, our, in my opinion, not to be biased or anything, some of our best works yet. So, I mean, the yet. songs that have Keyword. come out so far have just been yeah. killer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, from all the stuff that we've written, I can say right now, there's only four songs that you guys have heard. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we have like about 16 to 18 in the chamber ready to go. Wow. Yeah. So when you so you when you went in recording uh, to record this EP, did you have a lot of these songs already like hashed out, or um, did you start write some of these from scratch? Or um, so some of them were written from scratch. Like Gravedigger was one of them. Okay. Um, wow. But some of them we had um, just like a little bit of ideas here and there. We would write before we go, and then we would see what fits and what didn't. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a, a mixture of the two combining together to become some of this new music that you guys are hearing now. And and you mentioned that Gravedigger was a, was a scratch song, something that you came up like within the studio. Yeah. Um, I never would have fucking guessed that. Uh, <laughs> but is it like walk us through the process? Because I mean, Pat and I have both done we've we've done that. We've been there to where they, we kind of pull something out of our ass in the studio, and it ends yeah. up kind of being fucking amazing so how did the process of uh, working with these producers Dolly, gravedigger amazing but well <laughs> yeah i um, mean it's the, oh, the whole process the whole process especially with gravedigger was kind of cool it was reminiscent of sick of it all so mm-hmm. like i heard the beat and i kind of freestyled the chorus freestyled okay. it like right there and then everyone kind of liked it so we uh. we scratched that freestyle made sure that we had it locked in and then we wrote around it. I was, I'm pretty sure that took us like half a day to do. Not wow. even. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Just, that's a wild thought because, I mean, especially even just recording that many songs in that short a period of a time is, is something that is not what m- many bands can accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, were, we were up in L.A. for about five to seven days and we wrote nine songs. That's crazy. Yeah. That's incredible. But this okay, and and Pat, you know this. This is a hill that I will die on. Mm-hmm. This is why you work with good producers because oh, yeah. you they they get the best out of you because that's their fucking job. And not yeah. only that, and we've talked about how the producer is always the fifth or sixth member of the band every single time. Like they are just as much a part of the band as the band is because they're the ones who basically help you sculpt and mold your sound into what you want it to be. Oh, and yeah. when you can work with people who are just there to push you and push you to write nine songs in seven days, that's <laughs> fucking insane and oh, awesome. Yeah. It's really yeah, it awesome. Crazy. Like we would go back to the Airbnb and continue writing, even though the session was over. Like we have two, we have about two to three other producers that are in the band itself, like Vince, Tristan, and Freddie. They all write constantly. They're all producing music and stuff like that. So as soon as we're like. Even when we're out the studio, we're writing. We're still writing now, yeah. even though we have so much music that's already done. Wow. And and you know what? It, and that's just a testament to you guys as a band too, is you are working. And yeah. th- there's 
even in the downtime, you guys are working and, and as much as a good producer can help you get that sound and, and get you to, to, to work hard in the studio. It's all about what you do outside of it as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you guys are really kicking ass. And I think that a lot of our listeners need to hear that because it's not oh. just, oh, we're booking studio time in three months. Gonna, gonna yeah. work in three months. It's no, we're booking studio time in three months. What we have we to work have so now. Far? Yeah, yeah right. exactly. I mean, like, like, I'm gonna give you guys the exclusive right now. We're dropping another song on the seventh. Yo, already. When is this coming <laughs> out? On the seventh. We've already, seventh. we literally recorded it last week. Damn. Hell yeah. Damn. That's amazing. Wait, wait. Recorded it. Where's the yes. master? The master's <laughs> already done. It's already everything's already edited. They are the master. Like everything is already set in stone. The song uh, itself is called "Don't Be Racist." I love that. <laughs> Fuck yes. And I can tell you right now, it's a slap in the face to everyone who is. Hell and yes. that was the whole purpose of it. And I can't wait for people to hear it. It's going to be really fire. So like, I can't wait. When you it. when we say this song slaps, oh, it, it's like <laughs> oh. it's nice. It literally, oh yeah, <laughs> literally, oh yeah. Slaps. Like it's it's everything that 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 me and the band want to say but can't mm-hmm. say because of the public eye. So mm-hmm. we said, you know what? Screw that. We're going to put it in the song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do it awesome. anyway, you know. And, and yeah, like it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be we're gonna do a lot of TikToks for it and stuff like that. It's, we might even do like yeah. a, our own little TikTok exclusive music video. Awesome. Oh. Um. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Get it's gonna be nine sixteen ratio. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in in for all of our and for all the people listening that like know know you guys already, like this is I mean. It's no surprise and it's no news to them. Like you are easily one of the hardest working bands in the scene right now. 100%. Like, oh yeah, I mean, like we just we just got off of a two month tour with Mayday, mm-hmm. only to go overseas for a week to come back to do another basically two months with two different tours back to back. Right, <laughs> and and in the midst of that, we're still writing. We're going to be writing even after these two tours, and then we're going on <laughs> another one right after that. Hell so yeah, like, yeah, dude. We don't stop. So- let's so let's like hop like over like to the beginning really quick here so like you guys started in like 2018 released yeah. the your first single patience uh followed by the vacant ep the yeah. first ep has a different sound than what you have evolved into can you tell us a little bit about how that direction change happened yeah so when we first initially started like we were very like into movements movements was like our collective favorite band i'm still want to be this. like another <laughs> oh movements is like still one of my favorite bands mm, so like, good. okay love you guys Thank can't you. wait to start with you guys by the way just want to say that if, if they're listening uh, <laughs> movements get on the show. movements yeah. is listening i hope yeah. i hope they are and then they should come on the show too oh hell yeah um but we wanted something different we want to like add our own little influences because all of us come from different musical backgrounds so we want to tie all that in and then make our own little new sound. So mm-hmm. that's what really was the change. The first song that came out that we were like, you know what, let's do this whole change was Outside. And when Outside came out, we were like, all right, this is the direction that we want to go. Let's fine tune it. So Outside was like the, the true baby of what the new and improved Magnolia Park sound is now. Wow. Okay. That it, and. I mean, and you can tell, like, once you're when you're listening to your catalog, you can kind of tell where that turning point is. Oh yeah. Uh, what would you say is like your favorite song from those first batch of songs? Do you ever perform any of those live still? Uh, we we don't perform them live anymore. Um, maybe one day we'll bring them back. 
um, for like the OG OG fans. Yeah. But for me personally, I love Pumpkin Eater. Pumpkin Eater is like my favorite track. It's a good one. Um, that we've done from back in the day. It's just like such a good vibey song for me. Absolutely. Um, and my boy Scott, he like he ripped those vocals on there too. So like it was really cool to go back and forth with him on a track. Yeah. That's amazing. And and so speaking of like some of your favorite songs and, and how you go about writing them, mm-hmm. lots of artists write songs about, you know, depression and struggling with mental health, which which should be talked about. It absolutely should be talked about. Uh, but you guys write these songs uh, like like it's real life, everyday topics in such a new and relatable, but new and relatable way with lyrics, like gotta choose between gas or food, which I mean, let's fuck what's happening right now. And, uh, and then even like, don't say it's okay not to be okay. Like, and do you think I like, I like it when I get this way? It's like, you're, you're, it's all real life. It's, it's it's so real. It, even yeah, into the way life. that you you go about even just a, a phrasing or like for example i'm sorry i'm angry at myself i'm sorry i haven't asked for help like what drives you to write about depression and mental health in this way all right so like a few of us in the band do struggle with like mental health issues and stuff like that right and we we wanted to be known that hey like i know what you're going through yeah so we want to be as vulnerable as possible whenever it comes yes. to our own problems. So when so when the world listens and they hear it, and they hear that emotion, they hear that those lyrics, they know that it's coming from a true place and not just something that someone can just write and then move on from. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we really write to make sure that everyone hears us. If yeah. that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. And. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before on the podcast as well. And our listeners, our listeners know when you write a song uh, to a thousand people, maybe one person will hear it. But if you write a song to one person, a thousand people can connect to it. And yeah. it's all it's all about being like you said, being vulnerable from your writing to your performances to just who you are as people. And that's what we've been drawn to so much, not only about Magnolia, Magnolia Park, but a lot of the bands that we find in the scene, just being vulnerable is the number one way to get yourself into relationships with other people. It doesn't matter about, you know, what you look like, what you, what you uh, talk like or say, or any kind of this this bullshit. It's all about, are you real? It's just being real. And part of these, um, these lyrics that you guys even talk about, it got me thinking the other day, about uh, Logic's song, uh, the, which is the Suicide Hotline. Um, and it's not a bad song. It's a really good song. But, and this might be a, a hot take, and I don't mean it to be a hot take. This is just my personal take on, on this song. But have we, have we all heard this song before? The, I haven't. Yeah. The, you, sure. Pat, you haven't heard it? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. Well, um, basically Logic wrote a song about suicide and mental awareness and titled the song with the Suicide Hotline number. Like the music industry like went off the fucking rails. Like, how could he do this? This is so amazing. He's so good. He's like, like promoting mental health. And all I could think about was like, yeah, it's good. And I'm really, really excited, but this is nothing in comparison to what like the emo scene is writing about. And it's not like a contest between this or that. It's just almost a slap in the face. Cause I'm sitting here like, yeah, logic song is good, but the lyrics really don't, 
speak as hard as some of the bands like let's say the amity affliction when the amity affliction yeah. is going to sit here and sing about mental health awareness they're get, they're not getting awards it's like the, these people are literally like coming out and saying hey our drummer can't go on tour anymore uh right now because he you know he's has having horrible mental health and suicidal thoughts like he can't come on tour. like these are bands who are living in it the dudes who are living in this and even you like down to you guys you guys are people who are living this there's so much more reality to these lyrics coming from from people who have been through it and come out the other side who have also had friends who've been through it and never made it to the other side. And I'm not discounting logic. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that he hasn't been depressed. I'm not trying to say any of that. All I'm saying is there's more of, to me personally, as an emo kid, there's more of a reality to lyrics like you guys' lyrics and to me than, than something like that. And I think that speaks volumes to what you guys are doing as a band. Yeah, man, like, whenever we write things, we want to be so unapologetic. We want to yeah. make sure that, like, people really hear us. And, like, I love I love that song from Logic. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but, like, mm -hmm. you, as you said, like, it doesn't really hit to the point where it needs to hit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really, like, open up the eyes to things that need to be opened up to. So whenever we write, we want to make sure that, like, we're so uncandid to everything that, there's no way that you can somehow be like, oh, this is about something else. Like, like, like yeah. no, this is completely about what you think it's about. Yeah. So I, I've been there, you know, in, in, uh, back in my band when I was, uh, I was the writer. Um, I, I've gotten to those places and I've written those songs and, and uh, become real and become vulnerable. So for me, I can only speak on what it's like for, for me when I get to that place to write about those songs. But what is it like? for you and your band to get to that mental space to be able to write something like that oh man it's sometimes it's tough um sometimes yeah. it's really like you have to relive those moments you mm -hmm. have to relive those feelings mm -hmm. um like one song in particular kids like us like that's that's that that's a true story that's that actually happened to me so, like, reliving that again, even in the video, like, we relived that moment of that happening. Yeah. Um, so, it, it takes a lot mentally to do that. And, um, yeah, man, it just, it just it takes a lot. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that from you guys, like, especially from mm -hmm. us who are, like, avid fans, avid listeners, and just all general, like, what we do is support pop punk and the music scene. And just coming from us dudes, you know, not unsigned pop punk, just Pat and Bear coming from us. Yeah. Thank you. This is fucking awesome that you guys are out here waving this flag and, and doing it. Um, On a, I guess a, a, so. Let's we'll go to a little bit of a lighter, lighter note. note. Uh, so you guys just played Slam Dunk Festival in the UK for the first time. Yeah. Uh, how'd that go? Like, was that your first time performing in the UK? Yeah, that was our first time performing All in right. the UK. It was it was so super surreal. Like the UK fans go crazy. They are amazing. Like I love I love every one of our UK fans because they definitely brought it whenever we played. That's a that's odd. So were you how long were you there for now? 
We were there for a week. For a week. So did you play other shows other than Slam Dunk? Yeah, so we played Face Down. Okay. Uh, in London, we played a show out in Manchester. And then we played a show out in Southampton. Okay. Do yeah. so. Do they have? Is it? Is there a difference between playing shows like in other countries over? You know, the, over in the states. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> over over overseas, man. They get rowdy. They get real <laughs> rowdy. Like hell yeah. They don't care about what's happening on the outside. They want to be there. They want to be in that moment, and they definitely showcase it. That's awesome. Like. That's one of the things that I've I've yet to do just just in general is be able to go. I've been to Canada is being from northern Minnesota. That's just a hop, skip and a jump. Um, <laughs> but I've yet to go overseas. And that is a life goal at some point to just get over there. Honestly, it's a whole different world, but it's a beautiful world. I love it. I, I hope I hope to be able to get to uh, experience that at some point. Um, and then, so before we go into our next segment, uh, we'll do one more question here. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you wish you had when you were first starting out, what would that be? Oh, don't listen to others' opinions. Always follow your gut, follow your heart, believe in yourself. Um, because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. So make sure that you feed that creativity, that passion that you have in your own life because you will see the fruits from that, from that labor as mm-hmm. soon as you start doing that. A really good friend of mine said, uh, do what you love and make sure you like yourself because at the, at the end of the day, you're the only one who has to look at you in the mirror. Exactly. Hell yeah, man. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Joshua from Magnolia Park. Imagine... Having all the best up-and-coming pop-punk, emo, ska, and alternative bands all in one place. In a once-in-a-lifetime playlist. Unsigned Pop-Punk presents the Unsigned Pop-Punk Playlist. 50 new songs from the best up-and-coming bands in the scene today. All your favorite artists you've never heard of yet. All of this for just $3.99. Go on your computer phone now and listen to the best new artists today. Or submit your own music at www.unsignedpoppunk.com. And we're back with Joshua from Magnolia Park. Joshua, once again, we want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, But we're kind of done with Magnolia Park. We want to get into you and uh, see, like, test the waters with your personality, right? (laughs) This, This next segment is called the Obscure Question Segment. And uh, basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. We're going to ask you obscure questions, and you're going to answer them as obscurely as you'd like. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Here, I'll, let you, I'll let you take the first one because I'm excited for the second one. Okay. Okay. So, question number one. I've seen that the band is a big fan of Studio Ghibli. Are you, in particular, a big fan of uh, Japanimation? If so, what would you say is your favorite film or show? 
Cool. All right. Uh, I am a big, big fan of anime. Anime. And, I have the power of uh, God and anime on my side. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to pick a top, like my favorite one, because there's so many. Yeah, absolutely. And so, many. so many that I've like learned legit life lessons from. Um, I can give you five. All right, let's do uh, it. Let's go. Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Tokyo Ghoul, Sword Art Online, and Soul Eater. Yes, all all are great. All are amazing. I, now I have to say, um, because thankfully you did say my favorite, which is Dragon Ball Z. Um, I have all seven Dragon Balls hidden throughout my sleeve, and I'm uh, I'm I'm rewatching it with my son for the first time. So I'm very very excited. That's amazing. He said he said one of my favorites, and I know this is like not a great thing to be your one of your favorites, but Sword Art Online. Honestly, it's really good. Why why is it not an okay? It was in the top five. I know, but like (laughs) a lot of people shit on Sword Art Sword Art Online because because of the third season. They were shitting on it after the first season because it was like (laughs) it was all like this. uh, You know, oh, you don't like real anime. Then it's like. Because it was considered like an intro anime, and I'm like, you yeah. know what? Screw you! It had an amazing plot. <laughs> so, um, I a question I have for you then, uh, Josh here is: Have you ever seen f- the movie? Not not the show in particular, but the movie of Fist of the North Star. This is of the North Star. I don't think I have. Okay, that is have. what got me completely into Japanese animation. Like, um, it, it's just, it's, uh, it's Dragon Ball Z, but much more violent. Ooh, okay. Um, if, if you ever get an opportunity, check that one out. That is, that's like one of my favorites of yep. all time. And then, and then I have a recommendation if you haven't seen it already. <laughs> it's a movie called okay. Your Name. I have seen that one. Didn't it, fuck, didn't it fuck you up? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. 100%. I, like, I still haven't watched it again on purpose. <laughs> it's it's like when I tell you I was yelling and screaming at my TV, just go the other way. Just, yeah. <laughs> just turn around. Yeah, your name was, was uh, definitely a tearjerker, man. I was like, what in the world is happening here? <laughs> I have not seen that, so I'm going to have to add that to my list. But oh, have a box of tissues ready. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then like prepared to feel every emotion within five seconds. All right. Next question. All right. Pat, you want to take it? Yes, this one is this one's mine. I, I I spent a lot of time and thought on this one, just just so you know, Josh. This is it's a very important question. Okay. Okay. If you could be a superhero, but you could pick only from these superpowers that I'm going to name, what would you pick and what would your superhero name be? So you okay. have you have A, you can have spaghetti fingers, which you can shoot spaghetti from your fingers. You have B, flatulence flight. You can fly, but only by your fart propulsion. Okay. Or naked invisibility. You can turn invisible but only when you are naked and no one is looking at you. Ooh, <laughs> I love that last one. <laughs> yes. Uh, ooh, I would go with spaghetti fingers. All right, all right. 
What? Why the spaghetti fingers? Oh, like you never go hungry. One. Whoa! Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And two, like if you're going up against somebody, just put the floor the floor full of spaghetti, and they're tripping all over the place. Yeah, there's yeah. so many different ways you can use those spaghetti fingers. Have Have, oh, have yeah. you seen the Multiverse of Madness? Oh yes. Okay. Absolutely. No spoilers. Yeah, oh my I'm, god. Because, yes, but okay. uh, but spaghetti fingers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's spoil. It's a spoiler without spoiling anything. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on Disney um, Plus. Go watch it. It is yeah, on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Do, okay, right now. okay. So okay. Speaking about Disney Plus. Uh, well, hold oh, up. No, we no, gotta, no, no. He's got to get his. He's, he's, he's got to give us his superhero yep. name though. Yeah. Oh, Captain Spaghetti. Captain Spaghetti. There it is. You mean Captain Boyardee? I like that. Captain Spaghetti. Captain Spaghetti. What were you gonna ask? Okay. No, well, I'm not gonna ask. Okay, so are you a Star Wars a Star Wars fan? I am. Okay. Oh my gosh. So I, are you I gonna go Star into Star Wars no, again? No, 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 no. You're gonna actually okay. love this. Okay, okay. So I love Star Wars. I have tattoos of Star Wars. <laughs> I like Star Wars is. Uh, if you, I fucking love it. So my girlfriend has never seen Star Wars, and um, okay. well, here's the thing: she really wants to. So she okay. has started watching Star Wars. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have her watch it. You can disagree with me all you want, but I'm having her watch it chronologically because I've really wanted the big reveal of, of Darth Vader. Um, so, okay. Pat, I know you disagree. 100%. It doesn't matter. It does not. This isn't about me, but so she's like, watches, you know, episode one. She's like, I really like this. I really like this a lot. Okay. She watches episode two. This is even better than the first, which I mean, like, it is said no one. Ever. It is. Oh. It, no, it is. <laughs> Fuck Pat. Um, and then she's like, oh, man, I really like it's Anakin. Like, I get it. And then she was like, oh, I'll let me just, you know, see what episode, uh, you know, three is like. And on Disney Plus, literally the description for episode three oh, is tells, yeah. Anakin's evil descent into like becoming Darth Vader. That's that's lame. I, I'm like, look, I get it's been out for 20 years, but like, yeah. and at this point, that, it's kind of on her. Don't spoil it though. I, I, see, there's right. truth to both. Pat, you're absolutely right. Like, I do, but like, it's been 20 years, like since it, Revenge of the Sith, and we've known since freaking the 70s. But still, why are you spoiling the entire plot of that whole movie? Like, don't yeah, get me wrong. Done yeah, there's still more, and, 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 but she never knew, so she was completely ignorant and completely unaware. And did then I was like, it? so what did you know? And she sends me a gif of Darth Vader. I'm like, this is bullcrap. I mean, and also to be, to be fair, the fact that she's made it however long in her life currently years. without uh, having it Star spoiled Wars. is, yeah. I mean, insane. It's Honestly, just good a- for her. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just in basic everyday talk at yeah. this point for Yeah, no, we were talking about Disney Plus for a second. That 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 pissed me off. So Disney Plus do better with Star Wars, please. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, you made it. We have one more segment for you. Are you ready, Josh? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Pat, it. All right. Tip- typically obscure questions goes three questions, but I felt like that one question went real deep and there was a lot to it, so Absolutely. With it. Okay, so this is our rapid fire question segment. You're going to speak from the heart and shoot from the hip. They're quick, multiple choice. And, oh, God. Uh, it, you got this. I have so got much it. faith in you. We, yeah. 
All right, you ready? There's right. one. There's one question that I have zero faith in him, though. Okay. I think we can do it either way. I'm um, open. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Mario or Luigi? Mario. Mm. All right. Then now this one isn't multiple choice. It's going to test your uh, vintage knowledge, I think. And my faith in you. And <laughs> it, to be fair, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one off with letting you know that only two people so far this season have gotten this correct or Ooh. been able to do it. I'm afraid now. All right, if, let's do if it. If you can't do it, that is okay. Uh, are you able to sing us the the Bagel Bites jingle? The Bagel Bites jingle. I don't remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's the Bangle Bites jingle, but I don't remember it. Okay. I'm going to unlock your memory for me. You know what that means, I'm, though, I'm right? Gonna, I'm going to unlock your memory here. Here we go. I'm going to sing it for you. He's got to do it every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper times. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Does it unlock anything for you? Oh my god! <laughs> it unlocks me coming home from school, getting bagel bites. <laughs> Absolutely, um, that was we, my third track on my MP3 player. Yep. Oh <laughs> on your Zoom? <laughs> yeah, on my Zoom. <laughs> yeah, on your Zoom. I uh, I am um, pretty sure I recorded it on my you know my cassette player while listening to the radio. Um, I should just like put that as my my voicemail now. You should. You should. <laughs> But me singing it though, mm-hmm. I'll get you the clip. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get you the clip. Um, oh yes, please. <laughs> okay, we got three more: uh, right. Gwen Stefani or Haley Williams. Ooh, Haley Williams. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell. Okay, and this last one this is usually the most difficult one: some forty-one or yellow card. Some forty-one. Oh. I agree. Nice. Yeah. See when we and when we put like the the different artists on there, the uh, bear is apparently getting beaten right now. Ooh, that's um, what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it it's never a like one one is really better than the other. It's all personal preferences. Oh yeah. Both, oh, yeah. both are everything are completely incredible. Yeah, they're both incredible artists. Absolutely. But, well, like man, some forty-one. I was, I grew up on some forty-one. So did I. They are literally the whole, the whole reason why I want an El Camino, like why that like, beca- that became my favorite car because of some forty-one. Yeah, and I'm not saying it because I'm touring with them. I'm saying it because I genuinely <laughs> like their music. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can have both, you know. You can, you can, you can, yeah, you can, can actually have cake and eat it too. That's the whole reason you get cake. <laughs> oh yeah, like. There's so many things though that some 41 did that like went into decisions I made as a band. Hey, what's up, little man? Yeah. And um, just you know, because I can't remember what album or what the name of the DVD is, but they they put out one of their DVDs that has like their old movies that they made as like when they were younger, you know, like oh their, my gosh, like their, yes. like their jackass videos and stuff. Yeah, and I still have it. I still have my original one. Oh my god! Can you copy it's, it, dude? It's so good. It's so good. Oh. And but like you know things like that. It was like 
oh, hey, I do that, or I want to do that. Right. <laughs> I can tell you now, some 41 is so influential to us that if you watch Feel Something video, mm-hmm. it kind of looks reminiscent and feels very familiar. Okay. I, so I'm I want you guys to watch out. that video and then message me uh, what <laughs> you got that from. Absolutely. I, I for sure will. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Josh, thank you so much for being here, man. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, we love Magnolia Park. We love everything that you guys do and stand for. We're like behind you 100%. Guys, you so Magnolia Park is going to be, I mean, if not already is, the next big thing in pop punk, breathing fresh air and giving new life into the scene. Make sure you follow them. Listen to their stuff. <laughs> listen to the podcasts that Josh is on and and uh, follow the band on social media because like, just by following what they do, you're going to get good tips and tricks on how to uh, to do what you do better. Um, this is one of the hardest working bands out there right now, and we couldn't be happier to uh, to have Josh on board. So, Josh, we're going to give you the floor real quick. Uh, let us know what's going on with Magnolia Park, uh, where we can find you guys, and uh, what's next. All right, all right. Thank you guys for having me. Um, next thing that we're doing right now is we're playing Sad Summerfest. So we're going to be playing okay. Sad Summerfest between July 8th to July 22nd, and then we're going to be hopping off of that to go into the Sum 41 Simple Plan Tour, which will be July 28th through August 18th. Uh, we're going to be releasing music all in between there. We have a new song coming out on the 7th. Please keep your ears and eyes open. It's going to be dope. Um, and album coming soon. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, guys, you did it. You made it through another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. We hope this finds your Monday better, hopefully. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.